0: Stuck in our own. Hi, I'm Peggy.
1: And I'm Dave.
0: Happy Monday.
1: Yes, indeed. And to you.
0: Thank you. How's, that, how's your day going? Home from your vacation?
1: Oh. Home from my vacation. Started bright and early. It has been a, a relatively uneventful and uh, painless day for the most part, I would say.
0: You know, Dave, at this stage in social distancing, Quarantine, that's probably the best we're going to get.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, my aspirations are not high. Yeah, yeah. They're simply not. So, um,
0: well, we've, I, I pretty much spent the rest of last night and the majority of today dealing with the um, aftermath of the great elopement, the great Mother's Day elopement, as I'm calling it now.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's that working out?
0: I'll tell you I've never been so happy to be quarantined two states away
1: (laughs) yeah all you need to do now is disconnect your phone lines and you'll be truly you'll be truly happy
0: yeah so you know I'm, I'm just trying to support my my niece and my nephews because they're confused and trying to figure it all out so they will get there and I think the anger is starting to morph into sadness, which is by far more appropriate response and healthier, I think. So they'll get there.
1: Yeah, it's a drag.
0: Yeah, people need to realize that you know, if, if you elope, there are gonna be ramifications, especially when there are kids involved.
1: Oh and, yeah,
0: you know, you especially gotta be...
1: teenage kids. Exactly. If it was, if it, if it yeah. was a three-year-old, Right. Then
0: then they don't know any better. Exactly. So, uh, you know, it's, yeah. So, yeah. So Just like, oh man. So yeah, that was my mother's day. That was, you know, the rest of the night was, was dealt kind of talking to each one of the kids individually and then trying to talk to my sister and then talking to the kids again. And then I finally just logged off and watched the rest of 90 Day Fiance
1: Oh, so um, because this, this, that, did this blow up your Disney sing-along plans completely? Uh, it it did,
0: but I taped it, so I'm going to be doing the Disney sing-along tonight.
1: Oh, thank God! Whew.
0: I know, I know. Yeah, it. They were all taught You know, they were. They kept me on the phone through it, so I went ahead and just taped it. So Robbie and Timmy and I are going to sing along tonight. So rest assured it will still happen and now i have it taped so i can do it whenever i want
1: i I noticed that scott wasn't mentioned so i'm guessing he's racing cars downstairs
0: yeah he doesn't do (laughs) sing-alongs so he he does not like it he doesn't like disney he doesn't like you know enthusiastically belting out songs i don't know sometimes i just wonder (laughs) no he will be downstairs racing um i guess he He's been doing very well and has moved up in his racing series since he's been home, which makes sense because now he has time to truly invest into his sport.
1: (laughs) Well, that's (laughs) right. He hasn't been able to commit before the way he can now.
0: Exactly, exactly. So, you know, now he's starting to actually race with people who are professional racers, which is kind of cool. So, yeah, he's taking it very seriously.
1: Well, You know, maybe this is the next stage of his career.
0: I know. I never thought I'd be married to an athlete, but you know, here, here yeah. I am.
1: Stops teaching to become an e-gamer full-time.
0: Exactly. E-racer, not even a gamer. An eraser,
1: would which is completely
0: different. Oh, get it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Boom.
0: E- All right. <laughs> so that's it. Did your, but more importantly, did your, the rest of your baking supplies ever arrive?
1: This morning I received... Two bottles of baking soda.
0: Baking soda or baking powder?
1: Baking. What are these? Baking. I don't know. Hold on. I'm going to pull my headphones out if I roll backwards. Hold on. Baking soda.
0: Oh, good. Oh, you can't make it. You have to have baking powder.
1: I know. Yeah, I don't have that.
0: Well, that makes me sad.
1: Hey, we're incrementally getting there.
0: You By are. the end
1: of the quarantine, I may have enough to make a set of cookies.
0: Or paint. Well, you can make the cookies. You have the baking powder, the baking soda. So
1: I don't you have should my be able to make. Chips.
0: Do you have any chocolate bars you can just chop up?
1: I don't think I have any chocolate bars. No.
0: I just don't relate to that at all.
1: We normally do. I've been trying to get Kara to not bring this crap into the house because I'm the one who eats it all
0: okay all right well no baking in the mcgill house i however made two cakes today
1: oh bravo
0: thank you well it's strawberry season so i have to have you know white cake to go with the strawberries
1: Ah, that makes perfect sense
0: yeah we have a big bowl of strawberries in the fridge and we're getting 10 more pounds on thursday so i'm feeling a little bit of strawberry pressure right now to start really eating them
1: yeah, I, that, that is, I think if you look at the DSM, whatever it is now, for, uh, you know, psych, psychological disorders, I think strawberry pressure is a new one.
0: Strawberry stress, yes, I think yeah. So. Yeah. so. But, I mean, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I guess I need to order, I need to go on Amazon because I don't have any fruit pectin to make jelly.
1: What did you say you don't have? Fruit what?
0: Fruit pectin
1: what the hell is fruit pectin you know the it, names it, of you know the names of things that i i don't think are real
0: what is fruit it pectin? Is, you use it when you you use it when you make jam and jelly it's what gels it all
1: how do you spell it
0: p-e-c-t-i-n
1: pectin okay learn something new from you every day look
0: it up it's a real thing
1: i believe you i know you're not making it up if you were making it up it would sound cooler it would <laughs> yeah, it'd be, you know, it, would, it would be, it would be, you know, the fruit Galactus, Galactus dip, you know, something like, like that. that. Like, oh, yeah. what's that? Galactus dip. That sounds important.
0: Nope. Just pectin.
1: Yeah, but I don't have any, so
0: I'm good. hoping I can get it on Amazon, but they've been not reliable with their deliveries as evidenced by your situation waiting for chocolate chips.
1: Well, it is outrageous that they're prioritizing things that might have, you know, potential health implications over my chocolate chips and baking soda.
0: Well, but that has health implications because that can be related to happiness.
1: (laughs) And it's important to
0: stay happy during the stressful time.
1: I don't think the Amazon algorithm is computing it that way. No, no disrespect. See, your algorithm, if we did, if we did the channel with algorithm for shipping, Yes. (laughs) Yes, <laughs> no, no one no one would be getting vital health supplies, but everyone would have lots of cooking materials.
0: Yes, they would. And everybody <laughs> would be happy and, and yeah. stress eating and you know life would go on. So
1: it's, a, it's just a different algorithm.
0: It is. it is not one's not better than the other. They're just different. I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. How's your weather?
1: Weather uh, just turned, actually. It was crappy all day and the sun just came out and the sky turned blue and it's supposed to be, I think, all right the next few days.
0: It We have not been able to go out today because it's been way too windy. Um,
1: yeah, but wind I'm, hoping
0: that, I'm hoping later in the week. We did have a big development in the caterpillar farm, though, yeah. so that our caterpillars have now been transferred from the cup into their habitat and securely pinned onto the side of this. You know butterfly net thing uh, and none of the caterpillars fell off the the little piece of fabric that they're attached to
1: that seems good
0: well yeah because they the direction said you know if one happens to fall you know it doesn't necessarily mean that it's dead but i didn't want to take that risk because that didn't sound too optimistic uh, yeah. but all of them all of them were fully latched and we did it without losing any so now we just, we, we miss them every day until the butterflies come out.
1: Yeah. Interesting.
0: So, yeah. We're, um, although it was weird when we moved the, when we took, you know, we had to take the lid off the cup and then like uh, safety pin them inside the butterfly net thing. Uh, they all started shaking. It's like they were having like little caterpillar seizures. All of a sudden oh. it was really kind of freaky. I was afraid that, you know, we traumatized them, but they stopped shaking. And I figured that it's really no different than if they were on a branch and it it shook right i would think so i guess it's uh, natural
1: i have no idea i guess we're gonna find out
0: yeah oh and i have some disappointing news we tried to do the tadpoles and yeah you were very
1: excited about that
0: yeah they won't allow tadpoles to shift to the state of virginia why i know So, I mean, we have some in the stream, so we can go try to catch them, but I wanted like the whole habitat and stuff, so I don't know. Now we're leaning towards Worm Farm.
1: Okay, well, good luck with that.
0: Yeah, I'm not not terribly, you know, enthusiastic about that one, so I don't know. And then I was going to see if I could just get the tadpoles shipped to like my mom, but I still can't get them because we're quarantined, so. We might have to wait for another year to do tadpoles.
1: So you know what they say about tadpoles.
0: I don't. I think it's a joke, though.
1: Yeah, they just, they say there's always next year.
0: How is that a joke?
1: It's not really a joke. It's just a phrase that they use in sports all the time. There's always next
0: year. They say that with tadpoles?
1: No, they've never said it with tadpoles. No one has ever said that with tadpoles. That's why it's the joke okay all right so clearly all right let me let me go from the ridiculous to the um depressing but it's probably the appropriate way to wind up this podcast um our our good friend peter thomas who we interviewed in episode 72 um peter is uh he his he he grew up in the town uh one town over from me where i live today um and his parents uh, who I knew and uh, who were just lovely people, uh, both uh, both contracted coronavirus in an assisted living facility that they were in and both passed away uh, oh, in the last wow. week or so. Uh, his dad died about, I think, about 10 days ago and his, his mom oh. died six days after that. Um, they were married 61 years. They were just lovely, lovely, sweet people. Kara and I were lucky enough to have dinner at their house once, um, and on behalf of the Amped Army and definitely from you and me, Peggy, just want to send our our thoughts and our prayers to Peter and his family. Um, it's a huge loss for them, and um, there's going to be a uh, an uh, auto processional honoring them this Wednesday, which I'm going to be able to be a part of. And uh,
0: How does that work?
1: I, we all meet, uh, and, um, we follow the, we follow the hearse to the cemetery where okay.
0: Oh, community. cause they can't do like a, a church funeral right now, right? Can't
1: do anything. It's just a, a small family service. So, uh, not even a service, a small family graveside, um, service. So oh. no one, no one can really be a part of it. So to honor them, we're going to Karen and I are going to make sure we participate in that. But we just wanted to send our our thoughts to Peter and his family. I know how close he was to his parents and um, they were great, great people. And uh, it's very, very sad. Just really horrible.
0: I'm really, really sorry to hear that. And, you know, my thoughts are with them. I'll make sure I send them an email. Um, It's scary, scary stuff. You know, we joke about it and we try to make light of of being stuck in quarantine and how we're spending the days. But you know, we're we're spending our days in quarantine because of some some very serious, you know, consequences when people get sick. And and this is case in point. It's very sad.
1: I think unless you really see it to kind of hit you between the eyes or someone close to you, you know, especially after you've been quarantined for 45 days, you say, what is the big deal? And this is the big deal. It's because especially if you're older and you get infected, there the mortality rates are frighteningly high. And it's just, yeah. it's, you know, the, the act of quarantining is, is as much to protect other people as it is to protect ourselves, because I'm oh, not in the age bracket where we'll probably be fine if we get it. Right. It's tough. So anyway, sorry to end on a downer, but Peter's a good friend of both of ours and a remarkable guy and he's fought for our community. The, his entire life, basically. Absolutely. And, uh,
0: I mean, he's a true, it, when I think of the true heroes of the limb loss community, he's definitely at the top of the list.
1: Yep. So, and
0: even if you don't, if you aren't fortunate enough to know Peter personally, you, you have been impacted by his work.
1: Yeah. So just please keep Peter in your thoughts and his family in your thoughts over the next few days. And uh, that's it. We'll pick this back up tomorrow, Peggy. All right. Thank you. Have a good one, Dave. Bye. Bye.